What is going on, guys? Robbie here from the Big Red Express. Live on Facebook and live on the airwaves of the podcasting world. How are you? Well, I hope you're doing well. I'm doing pretty good. I had a pretty good week in terms of guessing when it comes to my picks for the Granite Games. I had a really good week. I think I got four out of the five for both the men and the women. So I'm pretty impressed with myself. I'm very impressed with how well that I did, how well that I it was perceived. We got a lot of great feedback from that as well. Also, huge, huge, I'm talking monumental interview with CrossFit Games coach. He is a USFF coach. He's an IF3 coach, man. This guy has done it all. That's right, Justin Kotler from Dynamics Fitness, Underdogs Athletics, and so much more. We chatted with him last week, and we released the podcast yesterday, or on Monday, depending on when you're hearing this. You will want to go back and listen to that. Let me tell you, he is chocked full of knowledge. He has been in the sport for so long. He is the current coach to Carrie Pierce. Arguably, we talk about how she is probably the most accomplished American athlete that this sport has ever seen. And we talked about that a lot because if you look at this sport on the huge scale, a lot of the athletes that we see that come out of the women's division are a lot of international athletes. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I'm glad that those athletes are there. I'm glad those athletes are being represented. But when you look at the American side, and I think that's about to change. I really do think that we're seeing a shift in the top-tier athletes coming from North America. And I don't know if we're going to see a shift when it comes to the men. I think the men have pretty much stayed solid in North America. Yeah, you're going to have those guys that are going to qualify over the the coming years and, and over the years from the international divisions. But I definitely think North America, and especially America itself, is going to dominate the conversation when it comes to the men in CrossFit for a long, long time. But I also do believe, and I truly believe this with all my heart, that this is a a division, the female division, that is going to be around for a long time. They're going to be talked about for a long time. And I think Carrie Pierce is going to be at the top of the conversation. Yeah, no, I understand. Now, I get this. I, I truly do understand this. That, you know, we have a lot of things coming up in terms of, okay, well, who's going to qualify for this? Who's going to qualify for that? How is it going to work out moving forward? And you know what? We have a lot of young guns in the CrossFit realm when it comes to the female division, especially, especially here in the North America division. I mean, you just look at the Granite Games. I mean, Mallory O'Brien and who else was the the other person? I'm trying. I'm, I'm drawing a blank, and my my Granite Games freaking thing is all the way across the room. But you look at those two, but I mean, Mallory O'Brien, I think, is going to take the charge when it comes to the teen athletes that are going to make a stand. And I know a lot of people are saying, oh, this Tia better watch out. I don't think Tia's got anything to worry about. I've got it's it's got nothing to do with the the young guns that are coming up, especially the Haley Adams and, and those athletes that are going to be around for a long time. But I think it's 
really tee us to give away. And yeah, Mallory had an incredible, an incredible out outing at the Granite Games. But do I think it's enough to to get her to where she needs to go? Uh, I don't think so. So this week, we got a three three more semifinals that we're going to preview all on this podcast. Again, we are broadcasting live on Facebook, trying something new with trying to hook up the my mixer to Facebook and to online uh, broadcast. So we're trying to, to work that out. As you can see, I'm kind of in a comfortable position. This is how I'm recording podcasts. It gives me a more sense of relief. It just kind of, I get to relax. I get to enjoy myself. I get to look at my notes and see what I got and see what I can share with all of you guys. So three, three huge semifinals this week, two from Europe and then one from South America, the Brazil CrossFit Championships, the CrossFit Lowlands Throwdown and the CrossFit German Throwdown. Now we are going to go into this a little bit. We're going to talk about the Brazil championships first because there's not a lot of details that I know a lot of these athletes that are going to be in the South American semifinals there's two qualifying spots for the men two for the women and two teams so this was something that we talked about before if you want to hear our thoughts on the qualifying process who many how many people get to qualify for the CrossFit Games you can go and listen to other podcasts um back in the archives for us because we mentioned it so, so many times. It frustrates me that there's not an equal amount of, of representation all over the place, but I get it. You don't want to just waste people's time coming to the CrossFit Games. Again, if you're only going to cut them for one event or however they're going to do that this year, we're still not really sure how things are going to go forward. So let's talk about the 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 semifinals for South America. I think it's going to be very interesting to see how these athletes come in here. I know that South America's had a pretty rough go in terms of CrossFit and COVID and all that stuff. And I do believe that it's funny because all of these events are going to be online. All these events are going to be online this weekend. And we're not really sure how that's going to work. A lot of these athletes don't know how that is going to work. Now, the latest that we heard is that athletes kind of were really unsure about, okay, well, how are things going to be done in terms of is everyone competing at the same time? Do you have a certain window? How things are going to go? I don't know if we have all the, the details now. I don't have all the details. And especially last week, Justin Kotler, who coaches one of the athletes that are competing this week, didn't have all the details. And that's a problem. That, that's something that, that goes deeper and deeper when it comes to the the CrossFit realm of things. Okay, well, who's going to get the opportunity to compete? Who and how are they going to get the opportunity to compete? Because... We have three online competitions this week, and then next week we have we have two. We have the the uh, the Atlas Games, which is another North American, which a lot of the Canadian athletes are going to be a part of, and then the CrossFit Asia Invitational, which is next week as well, and that's going to be online in in totality. So I'm going to be very curious. It's going to be very difficult, I think, to follow these CrossFit games this week because of it's all online. But we're going to do our best to try to bring you updates as we get them throughout the rest of the weekend. So let's talk about these semifinals. We got the the women. We'll we'll talk them up first. Uh, very interesting that we didn't see uh, Brenda on here. And this is someone, Brenda Castro, is someone that I think we have come to know when it comes to the South of, America semifinals. She's from Central America. So very interesting that she's not on this list, but you know what? That's okay. 
opens the door up for some more athletes that I think we want to see moving forward. I'm excited to see what athletes show up, what athletes, you know, actually get up and, and start doing this for real. So I think, you know, my top two picks, and especially since there's only going to be two people going to the CrossFit Games, you got to give Victoria Campos. That's a name we talked about a lot in previous podcasts in previous years. She is somebody that has been, I'm not going to say the foundation of this division, but someone that can make a true form. She is ranked just outside the top three the top two she's ranked in that fourth position coming in to this semifinal and of course it's going to be so so weird because you're not going to be able to feed off a crowd you're not going to be able to feed off of of a competitor right next to you doing your thing so I think it's going to be interesting to see how these athletes compete but it's going to be just like the quarterfinals it's going to be just like the open so I expect the top tier athletes the athletes that came into the semifinal stay toward the top because I definitely think unless they have CrossFit Games experience, if they at least, yeah, sorry, if they know what's on the line, which none of these athletes do, I don't believe that we're going to see that many athletes that weren't in the top tier, the top five, even make a shot for that top two spots. So I'm going to go with Victoria Campos and, sorry guys, um, and Larissa Kuna. That's right. So my top two for the women are going to be Victoria Campos in second, then Larissa Kuna in, in first. Larissa Kuna is the top qualifier out of the quarterfinals, and the reason I put her up on top is because she is that top qualifier. And this is all going to come down to experience. How comfortable do you feel doing workouts online, doing workouts in your home box, or wherever you are from, doing workouts however you can? She's got that experience. She's got that that grit, that determination, and she's going to get that qualifying spot to the CrossFit Games because of that. I think it's going to come into a huge, huge factor all weekend long. So let's go to the men. I think it's going to be the same price. I'm going to go with Benjamin Gutierrez, who is the third-ranked guy coming out of the quarterfinals, and then I'm going to go. I'm not going to go with the top-ranked because, 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 because when you know you're right there at the edge, when you know you're right there at the edge of things when it comes to qualifying spot for the CrossFit Games, you are going to push ahead. Yes, you may not be able to see how things are when you're doing them. You may not be able to react to how things are as you go forward. But man, let me tell you, Andron Primo is my pick to take the top spot in this one. And you may be like, Robbie, I've never even heard of these guys. That's fine. You're going to hear about them after this weekend because those are going to be the top two spots after this weekend in South America. They want this. It has been a crazy year. I know they've still... Been kind of hammering things down in South America. I think these two athletes and these four athletes between both divisions are going to shine, and I'm excited to see how they react moving forward. So let's get down to brass tacks. I think this is a couple of divisions that we can talk a little bit more about because we know a lot more of the athletes coming into this week. We have five qualifying positions in and on the works when it comes to the men and the women for the German throwdown, once again, these are all going to be online. You have games veterans, Samantha Briggs, Kristen Holty, Emma Tall, Katrin David's daughter, Camilla Solomonson Hellman, games veterans out the wazoo for the men. You got Jonah Koski. You got 
so many other Alexis Coltskis. And guys, let me tell you, I am excited about this female division. Now, you can say whatever you want about the qualifying process. Oh, it's, it's a it's an in, invitation for athletes, no matter where they live, to do this online. They can do whatever they want. Yes, that's true. And yes, Katrin lives in America. But she will still be competing in the semifinal for Europe because that's where her qualifying was for Europe. And I guess she figures it's an easier way to get to the CrossFit Games. You know what? I think she's right. I mean, if you're looking at this from a purely strategical way, I mean, Catherine Davis' daughter is doing this all right. She is doing what she needs to do to qualify for the CrossFit Games. Then the next step is just getting through the CrossFit Games qualifiers and getting to the CrossFit Games, getting to Madison, and that's where she really performs. I mean, you're talking about one of the most, the best athletes that we've ever seen from Iceland coming in. And we're going to talk about Annie here in just a little bit because she's competing in the other semifinal. But I'm really excited to see how this works. And again, I don't, I think there's so much unknown, especially with so much on the line. And I get it. Last year, we had a online qualifier that was like part one of the CrossFit games. But it's so, so weird. Especially when there's only five spots available. I mean, I got to believe Katrin is going to absolutely crush this event. And that's my number one spot. My number one spot's going to Katrin because she's been in this position before. She has, I think, the most to prove. And I truly believe of everybody else in the CrossFit Games universe, men, women, teams, Katrin always feels like she's got the most to prove. I don't know why. She has proven so much. She's a two-time fittest woman on earth. She has done so much for this sport in a positive way. She has brought so many young people to the sport. She is a role model. She has been a huge brand ambassador for the sport of CrossFit. So I don't know why she thinks, and I I take that back. There may be one other person that thinks they have the biggest chip on their shoulder, but they still have yet to prove anything. That's Sarah Sigmund's daughter. Obviously, she's not going to be in the CrossFit Games competition this year due to an injury. But I think if you talk about past champions who have the biggest weight on their shoulder, Probably got to be Katrin 1,000%. So I'm going to go Katrin in, in the number one position. I'm going to go Emma Tall in that fifth position. We're going to go one, five, two, four, and three. <clears throat> so in that number one position, I'm going Katrin. In that number five position, I'm going Emma Tall, the third best athlete coming out of the quarterfinals. An incredibly tough and competitive quarterfinals. She's coming in at number five. Number four, number two, you can't, can't talk about CrossFit Games qualifiers. You cannot talk about CrossFit Games athletes and not talk about Kristen Holty. She is kind of that silent assassin that always is around during the weekends, always is around when you need her to perform the biggest and best opportunities. And you know what? She absolutely crushes it. I think it's going to be her and Katrin all weekend long. Again, it's so hard because there's no way for them to see each other compete next to each other unless they're going to be in the same gym, which they're not. 
So that's going to be my top two. So Kristen Holty and Katrin Davis out of the top two. My fourth position, and this is going to come as a surprise to a lot of people. It's going to be the athlete that qualified fourth in this division. And that's Sonia. Kara. Kara Skova. That's right. Kara Skova. There are some weird names on here, and I apologize if I butchered any of them. So my number four spot is Sona. Again, she's the fourth qualifier coming into this division, and I'm going to leave somebody out in that third spot that I think a lot of people are going to be very upset about. I'm leaving Sam Briggs out of the top five. Now, the reason I'm leaving Sam Briggs out of the top five is because she's already qualified for the CrossFit Games as a Masters athlete. She's coming in. I don't think she's got a lot of pressure on her to do well. So I don't think she, I think she just goes into every competition expecting to do great and really just having a blast with it all. So really excited to see what she does. I think she's going to get in that last chance qualifier though. And do not, it would not surprise me if she is one of the top two spots in that qualifier at the end of the day, because you know what? She has grit determination, but I truly think she feeds off that crowd so much. I don't know if an online forum is going to be the best thing for her. And in my third spot from Sweden, Camilla Solomonson Hellman. Now this is someone I've seen compete and I followed for like, since like 2018, 2017, since I saw her at IF3 worlds competing for Sweden. This is somebody that has a big, Big. She's been to the CrossFit Games before. She has earned a spot to the CrossFit Games before. Not just being the top woman in Sweden, but she's been there before as an individual before that. I think she's going to come back with a vengeance. She wants to get back to Madison. She wants to get back to the CrossFit Games. And I think this is going to be the year for Hellman. She's going to be able to come out the out the gate swinging. I truly believe that that culture that she surrounds herself with is very, very healthy. And she was able to get in this very comfortably. And I think she's going to be able to get to the CrossFit Games very, very... I'm not going to say very easily because it's a very loaded women's division. But I do believe that we are going to see some very good performances out of Camilla Solomonson-Hellman from Sweden. All right, let's hop over to the men. I mean, the top men. I mean, I can't really explain much just how impressive this guy has been. He is a CrossFit Open winner before. He has been to the CrossFit Games multiple times. This guy is always in the mix when you're talking about best European athletes to ever compete in the sport of CrossFit. His name is Yonikowski, and he is my number one pick for winning this one. And I don't even think it's going to be close. I think it would be even worse if it was in person because I definitely think he is one guy that feeds off the energy so much and loves to do things in person. I don't think he would have a problem if things were in person. Maybe a little bit closer now that it's online, but at the end of the day, I think he is going to come away with an easy, easy victory. Let's talk about the number two spot. Now, this is going to be some surprise because this would be a guy that you'd never heard of before, but Alexandre Pinsoli, let me tell you, this guy, he had a very impressive open. He had a very impressive quarterfinal. He was able to get himself in that top tier, and again, you're going to notice a lot of these names if you're looking at the quarterfinal leaderboard and looking, okay, well, who are these athletes coming into this event? How'd they do? 
how they you're going to see a lot of these athletes at the top of that list, and I think you got to stick with the top tier of these lists because I understand that was maybe three, four, five weeks ago when they qualified through the quarterfinals. A lot can happen. You can get better, but you can't get as better when you're competing online. The limited resources, the limited supplies that you have, I think it's going to be very, very interesting to see how things turn out for him, but I got Pinsoli in that fifth spot. In second, I got Georgis Caravis because he is the number two spot coming in to this division, and it's so hard. Again, I will say this over and over. It's so hard not to put guys who have already had experience who qualify on an online qualifier to do it again. These guys are top-notch, and I got Georgios Caravis in that second spot. In the number four spot, we got Fabian Benito, and he's that guy that kind of squeaks into that top eight spot out of the quarterfinals. He's going to be someone that I think is going to have a lot to prove because, yeah, he didn't have the best quarterfinals. He didn't have the best open, but it got him where he is today. He is going to be my spot in that number four spot. And my number three, we got Boris Juden. Now, he is the, I think, right outside that top spot. I think he wants to prove to himself. Not only, and I think it's so, so important to notice, man, there are so, there are five spots available. This is a weaker, I would say this is a weaker event than the Lowlands Throwdown, and we'll get into that real quick. But I think you're going to look at these athletes, and you're going to be like, oh, man, it's a little bit weaker of a field. So they're going to take advantage of every opportunity that they can to qualify for the CrossFit Games. They're getting five spots. Okay. I'm going to get in that five spot. But I think Boris Juden is going to get in that third spot for the men, and that's going to do it for the German throwdown. So let's talk about the final event of the weekend, the one that I think everybody is looking forward to the most. I know I I'm looking forward to this one all weekend long. And that is the CrossFit Lowlands Throwdown. It's another virtual event. It's another European qualifier. And man, the names just roll off the tongue. The names just roll off the tongue. But I don't know if it's going to be as easy to pick a five than we think it's going to be. Let's, let's start off with the men. We'll start off with the men because the women are stacked. The men in that one spot, a guy that came in third coming into this, and I don't think that's a sign that Goodmanson is struggling. I think Goodmanson's at the top of this game right now. I think he knew he knew what he needed to do to get to the CrossFit semifinals. I truly do believe that. I think he knew exactly what he needed to do to get to where he is. It's going to be smooth, smooth sailing. I'm excited. I cannot wait. And let me tell you, I can't wait to see this guy compete and try to get that fittest man on earth. Will he do it? I don't know. Is he the best chance for a, for a European person? So from someone from Europe, from Europe I think he's got the best shot of an international man coming in and taking over the crown for Matt Frazier this year. Been on the podium multiple times. This is a guy who's always been around. He's going to be around for a long time. He's my number one spot. 
In my number five spot, we got Frederick Agidius. This is a guy that we've heard of before. I think it's going to be a lot about the experience with Agidius. And I'm really excited to see how he does. I know he has squeaked out over the last couple of years. But I think he's healthy. He's a dad now. I'm excited to see what happens with him. And it's going to be very, very curious to see how things go with that. Because I'm really excited. I'm excited to see how he does. Again, I think it's going to be a lot to do with how well do you perform on a on a virtual event. Well, all these athletes qualified in a virtual event. It's going to be nothing, nothing different. I think some people thrive off virtual events. And some people kind of decline once it gets to the top tier athletes. But it's all or nothing. You got five spots. You got to qualify in one of them. And I think he's going to get that one, that one of those spots. My second athlete out of this division is going to be Reggie Fassa. In the region, I'm putting Reggie up there. He was the top qualifier out of the quarterfinals for Europe. For this semifinal, coming into the semifinal, the top one, beat out Goodmanson, beat out Montiella. This guy knows what he can do, and this guy has a huge chip on his shoulder. He wants to prove to the world that the open and that the quarterfinal wasn't just a fluke. And it would be remiss. I would be remiss to not put this guy on the top of the the top of the leaderboard after after the weekend was over. It's hard to put Goodmanson not at the top top. But man, this guy wants to prove that he deserves a spot there. And I think he's going to prove it and get there. Now the number four spot. It's a guy that came in second coming into this event. Don't think he's going to do that again. Don't think he's even going to get third, but he's going to qualify for the CrossFit Games. His name, Simon Montilla. This is a guy who has been here before multiple, multiple times in this spot. He's never crossed, has never qualified for the CrossFit Games in a big spot like this. I think he will this time. I think he'll break that curse. He will make it to the CrossFit Games. He wants to beat Goodmanson, which I think he's going to give him a good run for his money. At the end of the day, I don't think it's going to matter. But he'll qualify. He'll get in that top five. It'll be a very good day for Montalaya. He'll be punching that ticket to Madison, Wisconsin. The final spot, that third spot, a guy that I've been watching since 2017. 2018, something like that. 2017. Someone that I love to watch, love to follow, love to see compete. His name? Uldis Upenix from Latvia. He's taking that number three spot. It wouldn't surprise me if he took a higher spot than that. That's how much I believe. I'm an Uldis believer. Have been since day one. Since I saw him at the World Championships in California, I'm excited to see how he does. I'm excited to see how he performs. I'm excited to see how this whole thing works out with this semifinal for the men. So let's talk about the women. I mean, you look at this and you're like, holy crap. So many great women. Let's talk about it. We're going to go from five to one because I just feel like changing up a little bit as we wrap things up here on the podcast. 
In the fifth spot, I'm going with 30, Helga Daughter, because she's been to the spot before. It's that experience. Experience. I think you're going to see tremendous experience from her. She's going to want to get back to the CrossFit Games. She's one of my favorites to watch on the women's side. She is going to qualify for the CrossFit Games in that fifth spot. In that fourth spot, we got Emma McQuaid, one of the top up-and-coming CrossFit athletes in this division that we will see in a long time. But let me tell you, it is going to be very, very interesting to see how things go with that. I'm excited. I can't wait. Like, I truly, truly cannot wait to see Emma McQuaid absolutely crush this competition. But she's going to get fourth in this one. She's qualified for the CrossFit Games, no problem. But it'll be close. In third place, I'm giving the knack to Gabriella Megala. That's right, because... She's not, she's getting third. She probably deserves first or second, but she's not getting past the two people, the two women that I have that are going to dominate this division. And they're going to dominate the CrossFit games when they get there. So, Megala, you're going. Punch that ticket, girl. But you're not getting past first or second. Sorry. But you'll be on the podium. That's good. You're qualifying. It's good. Get three grand. I think for getting third, it's good. Let's talk about second. It's going to surprise a lot of people. So I think a lot of people have her going number one out of this semifinal. She qualified as the number one spot coming into the semifinal. That's Laura Horvath. Laura Horvath is my number two pick. Why? Maybe like Robbie. She had such a great performance in the open. It's a comeback year for her. I'm not, I'm not denying that it's not going to be a good year. She's going to have a great CrossFit Games. Wouldn't even surprise me if she got back on that podium. Tough last year, tough last couple of years for Laura Horvath. But man, does she want to come back firing bigger and better than ever. She's got to get there first. I think she will. I don't think it'll be a problem. She'll get there in that number two spot, though. And my number one spot for the women for the CrossFit Lowlands Throwdown. I think you all know. But I want you to come real close to the to whatever you're listening to this. If you're listening to this through, through earbuds, turn them up just for a second. Annie, Thor's daughter. That's right. Iceland. Annie. Are you going to turn them back down? <clears throat> Annie Thor's daughter is my number one pick to come out of the semifinals. The CrossFit Lowlands Throwdown in first place. Ah! I am pumped. I'm pumped, y'all. Why am I pumped? Because Annie Thor's daughter's back in the competition. We are going to have a hell of a shootout at the CrossFit Games. Annie's going to be there. She was my pick three or four years ago to win the CrossFit Games. She, I don't even think, got that far into it. But 
let me tell you, she's back. She's looking good. She is going to be fabulous. And the two-time CrossFit Games champion, Annie Thor's daughter, is going to win the CrossFit Lowlands Throwdown and get herself back to the CrossFit Games with all her friends. And I can't wait for it. But we're all going to have to wait for it. In the words of Aaron Burr, Leslie Odom Jr., Lin-Manuel Miranda, I'm willing to wait for it. We're not going to have to wait that much longer. You know why? Because these semifinals are this weekend. The German throwdown, the Lowlands throwdown, and the Brazil CrossFit Championship. I want to thank all of you for tuning into the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. I know we don't have that many people watching on on the podcast, on, on, on Facebook, whatever, but it's still going to be there for a little bit. I hope you guys enjoy these podcasts. I know normally I said I was going to have a podcast for every single one. Decided to rope it all into one. It's been a crazy, crazy week. We will talk to you all later. Got some big, big things on the horizon. Next week, we will talk about the CrossFit West Coast Classic and the CrossFit Atlas Games along with the Asia Invitational. Two of those three are going to be online. We'll talk about those when we get there. But I hope you all have a wonderful week. It's Wednesday when I'm recording this and when I'm releasing this. Actually, it's Tuesday when I'm recording this. It's Wednesday when this gets released. Have a great, great week, you wonderful people. If you have not checked out my podcast interview with Justin Kotler, I suggest you do that now. It'll be up forever, but it is a fantastic interview. We get into everything. It's about 40, 45 minutes long. It's a perfect thing to to listen to when you're on your way to work. If you're coming to and from the gym, if you need something to listen to while you're working out, A lot of awesome tidbits that we found out from him about the CrossFit Games last year and things moving forward. You can follow us over on social media at Big Red Express on Facebook, Big underscore Red underscore Express on Instagram, and then Big Red Express 01 on Twitter. Yeah, we got one. We're on everything. Check it out. Thank you all so much for hanging out and being a part of this podcast. We will talk to you all next week. Be good. Be safe. Have a wonderful week. Enjoy the weather. We'll talk to you soon. Later.